Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. This is Nicole VZ and you know everything. It's actually morning. Usually I start that off with a whatever time it is for me, but it is it is morning. I am in Bali. As per usual, if the audio quality isn't outstanding, it's because I just can't seem to stay still. (laughs) I've got a fun little audio setup, but I have yet to carry around a foam box to put my head and my microphone in. Firstly, that doesn't sound great. And I know I could just like rent a studio, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how this evolves. Keep listening. Keep sharing. Keep rating keep emailing me with your suggestions and when this when this gets to the point where it demands more attention more love i will absolutely go there for you my friend in the interim i wanted to talk about something that i mean not just is coming up a lot i think it's the time of year but comes up all the time in business and it is the launch now why is this coming up for me right now you know how sometimes You've been trying to get something together. I've been talking about my Discord community for ages. I've been working on the anti-business school. I know I've got sort of the the post-grad in the works as well. And things just don't really get you and they don't really land. And you're kind of umming and awing. And there's always something else more important. And then something sparks and effortlessly without 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 any real attention or or even focus it just comes together i'm so fucking excited i just spent a week here supporting the angel phoenix in her retreat for influencers how to essentially dominate the online space and make your personal brand the most outstanding recognizable familiar name in your ecosystem in your industry so it's it's been you know all pistons firing so the ideas are coming in and the inspiration is coming in as long with the connections i've worked with some amazing people at both teaching and you know me i believe in standing shoulder to shoulder with you in business and leadership so i was both a peer and a presenter and it was fantastic So yeah, I got the launch on the mind, but then I've got, you know, a client who's opening up multiple retail locations. I've got another client who's launching a new service. We're always in the state of testing, of iterating, improving, especially you. If you're listening to this, you know, that's, that's how I do. So I assume that's how you do. And we can get so fucking worked up in this process of starting and launching that like we fuck ourselves, right? And so whether you're wanting to start the business, whether you're opening new locations, whether you're testing out a new service or product, whether you're launching a new partnership, maybe it's a rebrand, maybe you're just having an event. Each one of these beginnings can feel very overwhelming. And so understanding why, where that comes from, what is the fear really about, and then how you can best support yourself is how you can create an epic launch. And there are a thousand fucking coaches out there who will call themselves launch experts. <laughs> Having paid a handful of them, what I will tell you is there is no secret sauce. Yes, you can build out an email funnel. Yes, you can have a marketing campaign and hire a publicist and have an email list and make appearances and get partnerships and do affiliates. Absolutely. The system that works for you is going to be very unique. And it is a process of trial and error. I know people who announce on the day, they don't even know what they're going to do yet, but they know that they have an idea 
and they have a community that supports them so wholeheartedly, that community will buy without even a description or level of detail. I've been that person. And when you believe in what somebody does, you have experienced their product or service, and you want to be one of the first people to get access potentially at a reduced rate or to get some extra rewards, you can do that. So I find we're overcomplicating it. We're intimidating ourselves. We're looking at bad experiences from the past. We're comparisonitis. Like there's so much that can play into it. And so what I really want to talk about today is not, are you opening a new location? Are you launching a new course? Or are you even raising your prices? What I want to talk about is how can you resource yourself to make sure that no matter what fucking happens, even if no one buys, you still have an epic launch. Because here's the thing. My friend that can announce something and 24 hours later close cart and literally just have a name, (laughs) not even have a product or service yet, that same friend does $100,000 launches. That same friend has had zero people sign up. That same friend launched again the next month. And it's how they think about it. And it's how they work with this energy that allows them to firstly be constantly starting, to be constantly launching, to be in this process of continual iteration and improvement. I think this is just coming up, so I'm going to share it right now, because another thing that happens is we think if no one shows up, it's a failure. That's not true at all. There's so much to learn from that. And I was just working with a client who was putting together a webinar for a new service. And they pushed it, they promoted it, they hosted it, and no one showed up. They still recorded that webinar, performed on that webinar, and gave it their best. They acted like there was a thousand people in that Zoom room. And now they have this piece of epic, evergreen content, this asset that they can use to advertise their business. They have a bricks and mortar business. It's a service. But they, you know, they want to start cracking the code with this online space. And so she honestly decided to think, this is going to be so much easier now because I don't have to worry about, well, am I being judged or am I, do they think I'm an idiot or am I stumbling over my words or, you know, public and performance was the, the challenge there. And so now we realize maybe let's not do lives. <laughs> free recorded content could work better. Maybe let's not make it free. And we can start testing a couple of different iterations to see what's going to support her best in her business. I have done so many workshops and so many lives that no one has showed up to. And in every instance, firstly, it gave me a fantastic mirror as to what am I afraid of? What story am I telling about myself? What do I think this means? Why? And then also, how can I improve? Knowing that the beginning might freak you out, the launch might freak you out. You like to have everything in place. And in some of the more successful launches, like they've plant someone in the audience, they have key people that will talk about it. They've put the pieces into place that they know they're going to get this over the line. Even if at day three, they haven't gotten any traction or day seven, they haven't gotten any traction and they plan the launch so that it has to be successful. So let's talk about first neutralizing this energy. If you're freaked out, hopefully you've been listening to me long enough. If not, and you're vibing with this, go back and listen, my friend. Because like, I think in terms of the levels of energy or just in the terms of building success or just trying to get through the fucking day as an owner and founder and leader and creative and visionary and trailblazer and rule breaker, it's gonna get hard. You're gonna have bad fucking dates. Things are not going to go according to plan. 
And the sooner you understand what story you're telling yourself about what that means and where that came from, the sooner you can get to neutral. And from that level three neutrality, you can level up. And so if you say no one showed up to my workshop, so I'm a failure. I'm thinking about one workshop that I ran in particular. I've been running multiples of these. So I knew the workshop worked. I was doing it in a new location. That's one variable. Oh, and there was also a snowstorm outside. I couldn't have predicted that. I live in, you know, greater Denver, Colorado. It's been 80 degrees of that snowing in the same day. So sometimes that happens. There might be some epic animal noises going on. <laughs> We're just going to have to live with that. <laughs> so what happens when you record in the jungle. So I could tell myself that I suck and I was lazy and I didn't do the marketing properly. And my social media person fucked up and this workshop is dead in the water. Or I could recognize there was a snowstorm, an unpredictable variable. Also, this is a city I haven't been in before. So we can try this workshop again on a nice night. Or we just don't do a workshop in this city again. Like, no harm, no foul. So what I learned just hosting workshops in general is I started to move my workshops, one, to places people wanted to go, like bars, cafes, co-working places where people were already at, but then I would bring, you know, the fun to them because what I realized is that if no one shows up, I'm still having a good time. <laughs> I actually started to look at it like that, like, okay, worst case scenario, I get a couple of extra hours work in. Now, that was how I got through it at the time. I don't think as you're growing and leveling up in general, the, you know, minimum viable product or the bare minimum is a place to aim. It's definitely effective in terms of events and knowing when are you going to call something. Like if you don't think you're going to break even, you might have to cancel. We'll talk about that. But knowing what your dream number is, knowing what your target is and focusing on that, once you've neutralized the fear, and that's on you, you're going to need to do some exploring, ask yourself why you're afraid, what story is this telling? Have you ever experienced this before? You know, really fucking get in there. I'm doing it right now with my own launch. And I had to say to this partner, I've never priced something at that price point. And they looked at me and went, yeah, me neither. And I was like, oh, okay, great. Why, like just saying it out loud. That's one of my classic neutralization techniques. Speak the fear out loud. And if I still have energy around it, I'll use my other resources. I'll do some theta. I'll do some writing. I'll go for a walk. And Eventually, I get to the origin point. And then it's like, oh, that's ridiculous. You know, I'm not going to die. Great. Let's keep going. It's typically a much more egoic fear. What will they think of me? What would people, if you know, if people knew that, then they wouldn't want to support me. If so-and-so can do it, there's no way I can do it. Blah, blah, blah. Bullshit, right? So how do we neutralize it? For you, that's going to be a little bit different. I find for most people, it's going to be a one, if not a combination of a few things. So firstly, start to create a system. This isn't going to be the first time you're starting something or beginning in life, but certainly in business. So look at what helped you be successful in the past. Oftentimes, it's a little bit of certainty. It's a little bit of a plan, right? So, you know, anytime before launch, as an example, and again, unfortunately, because I'm not a big fan of emails, but the more emails that I send, the more sales that I get. Now I like to think it's because the people who are on my email list really fucking like what I do. And they know that's the first place to find out about things and the best way to get the best value. And I honor that. So I send three emails on the day of launch because if you're anything like me, you're distracted as fuck and getting a reminder is helpful, not annoying. Because hopefully you're talking to people who want what you got. If you just got a big old fucking email list, 
the people who aren't reading your emails, like have a think about that. And really actually in terms of your launch, before you go to your email list that you maybe haven't activated in a long time or haven't been engaging with in a long time, you should do a little bit of a, hey, you've been on this list for six months. I've been a bit quiet. Reply back or click on this link so that I know you're still here because otherwise I'm going to delete you. And that's a cleanup email campaign, probably a different podcast. The point being system, systemize it. Know what social media posts you're doing. Know what emails you're sending out. If you're sending out actual invitations, if you're partnering with other organizations, if you're doing a fishbowl with a business card giveaway, if you're going to get on other podcasts, knowing what's contributed to your success in the past and then creating that system that's what I like to call the franchise mentality. That means any time you launch something new, you already have an idea of what it's going to take leading up to it. Now, if you're saying, I have no idea, I've never done that before. That's fucking awesome. That's amazing. Test a few things. I just listed off a whole bunch of different ideas. Did any of those excite you? Start there. Pick four different distribution platforms to let people know what's happening. I would encourage you to pick at least two real world, my friend, unless your business is entirely online. So often we forget that it's the people that know us who already trust and potentially like you. <laughs> like a lot of people trust me. I don't know that everybody likes me. But by reaching out to those people first and sharing this launch, you can get so much feedback from them. And so again, pick four distributions, uh, platforms. And so whether that's your Instagram, whether that is, or your preferred social media platform, maybe that's doing a couple live events with some different people and partners. Maybe it's just knocking, you know, going up and down the block to, to let your other local businesses know. Maybe it's a publicist writing an article, flyers, phone calls, text messages, emails. I mean, again, there are so many creative ways to do this. You can get a freaking airplane to write your business name in the sky. And you would be surprised actually how not expensive that is. So once you get this system in place, firstly, just creating a little bit of certainty and having some targets. I'm sure you've noticed with like music festivals, they'll do the early bird tickets, right? That is their then marketing budget for the next round of tickets. So they sell a certain amount and then they know how much they can spend to sell the next. And anytime an event is canceled in advance, my friend, it's because they've realized they're not going to make break even. So whatever story they tell you, it's no longer in alignment. There was a family emergency, the weather. Like, I almost always think there was some really fantastic planning behind any cancellation. And even if it's just knowing, like, I'm not going to show up for that if, I'm, if I don't feel jazzed about it. That's a plan. And that actually kind of takes me to the third. Have I gotten to third? Well, I'm going to talk about three different ways to work with like the energy of a launch. And really, you know, when I say energy, I mean the way that you think about it, the way that you feel about it, the way that you engage with it. So systemizing it, you had to see that one coming, but also giving yourself full permission to pivot. And that might mean I'm canceling at X time or by X date if I haven't dot, dot, dot. Now, I bet if you're not feeling jazzed about it, there's something you're not doing to resource yourself. So maybe you haven't slept enough. Maybe you haven't practiced enough. Maybe you haven't reached out. You didn't deliver on your plan. That's okay. Then you can go back to the, why didn't I want this to be successful? We're going to dig into that one because that's a very real, very tough, but incredibly powerful question to ask yourself. So give yourself permission to pivot. And what that means is have a break-even number, have a sign-up number, 
have a launch date, have you know a certain number of partners or support that you want to bring in, like kind of know, and this is what I love to do as well, is let the universe, let the powers that be make the decision for me. So as an example, I was working with somebody yesterday who is using a government grant of $500,000 to fund a project. That grant dries up June 2023. So they've been desperately trying to figure out how they can create additional income streams for that future date. So immediately I said, okay, well, that sounds hard. Because firstly, I mean, based on how things have been going, who the fuck knows where we're going to be in June 2023. But secondly, just think about it. Think about the programs that you're doing, the communities that you're working with, this desire to sort of interweave your new expertise and certifications into your existing work and remove June 2023 just from the equation. When you think about what you could do and it could take all of the time in the world or you could do it tomorrow, how does that feel? And they thought about it and they were like, oh yeah, that feels amazing. And it's like, okay. And then we kind of reverse engineer it. When do you think you'll get an idea about this government funding? November. When are you going to get confirmation? March. Okay. So do you think you could survive? You could be able to take care of your family, pay the mortgage, take care of the kids, you know, pay all the bills, et cetera. If at November, you discovered this probably isn't going ahead. And they said, yes. And I was like, okay. So what if we practice just not worrying about what's happening in June, 2023, until November. So again, depending on when you're listening to this, it's about three and a half months from now. And they were like, oh, okay. And then the floodgates opened. They thought of all of these different programs, all of these creative solutions. It like completely opened their mind to possibilities. And it can be that simple. And so November, we're planning the pivot. If there isn't funding, we'll figure out, okay, where to from here? Is there construction noise happening in the background now as well? It could be a festival walking by, hashtag Bali problems. <laughs> so I think that's when you give yourself permission to make a change, to cancel, to not go ahead with it, the more experienced that you get, the more this will actually become like an automatic process. Like I kind of know if I don't have a certain amount of signups by a certain point, I'm not launching the damn thing, right? And I can reach out to each one of those individual people and offer them something else. I know that if a business is in that break even, I'm not going to keep running it at a loss unless it's part of a tax strategy, different, different conversation. If something isn't vibing, if I've had the conversation three times, like if I'm not showing up and doing the work that needs to get done, I know there's something wrong and I'm not going to make other people suffer by going through my new thing because I don't feel great about it for very obvious reasons. So with that, you know, build out the system, give yourself permission to pivot, plan the pivot, plan the pivot. I've, I think I've done a couple different episodes on this and I'm contradicting myself because in March of 2020, I was like, fuck the pivot because people were being insane. <laughs> Some people were being very intentional, very creative and they used the pivot very purposefully, but most people were just in terrified and knee-jerk reacting and it ruined them. So make a pivot the part of the plan. And then here's where we start repeating it. Actually process this, build out the system. And you know, the other thing, like bring in the resources that you need. Bring in the resources that you need, even if it's just a community that you're in, so that you can talk about your fears. You can get them out. You can work with people who have been there before, done this before. And I'm not talking about hiring some fucking launch coach. 
I'm talking about other business owners. I'm talking about, you know, I'm in so many different, well, that's, that's not, that's an exaggeration. I'm in three different communities right now to really support me and my biggest goals and values. One is, is a wealth building and sort of global business network for people who are interested in creating global networks using cryptocurrencies, blockchain, the latest technologies to really amplify their businesses, but also living a lifestyle like myself in the terms that they're constantly kind of on the road and they're setting up business in a manner that supports their lifestyles of travel. I'm in a community that is solely focused on social media and marketing. That's Angel Phoenix, Social Media Slay, because social media was such a challenge for me now. And six months into it, it's one of the best tools in my entire business. And I actually enjoy it, which is not something I ever thought I would say. That's the power of community. And I heard that at Gary Vee's Beacon. <laughs> community is one of the most powerful tools that we can leverage because no one should be good at everything. You should be really great at one thing. And so when you think about what you're most excited in terms of this launch, and then you think about the things you just have zero interest doing, how can you resource yourself? And I often remind visionaries, that resource is in your network. That resource is in your environment. This isn't about having to pay people money. This is about creating an exchange, but what's in it for them? How could you create a win-win-win? If you're a local business opening up a new location, why not work with other local businesses to become partners? Why not host maybe a pop-up event at that local business so you're bringing in your people to their business so they're getting a benefit and you're meeting their people? There's so many different ways we can support each other and build business and use each other's strengths and experience to benefit. With this, I want you to have your dream number. I want you to have your target. And so I did a launch. When I first launched the Anti-Business School, I had a target for opening doors. And although it was the best launch I'd ever done, I didn't hit my target. And my friend said, why didn't you want to be successful? Why didn't you want to hit that target? And I, at first I was like, that's bullshit. Of course I wanted to be successful. Ugh, okay. So ask me again, but, but what, if anything? And I was like, well, I mean, you know, the admin's like a little overwhelming. And they were like, oh yeah, tell me more about that. And I was like, well, I hate emails. If I get you know, a hundred new clients. Firstly, I don't have the capacity for that. But secondly, like the fucking emails, man. And she was like, that's it. It's that simple. Can you put something else in place? And, you know, for me, it was just a wait list and an admin assistant. <laughs> yeah, pretty fucking easy. Now, a lot of people, they think, and actually this is what the next episode is going to be about. So I'm not going to get too into it, but like, who is the person they'll become when they hit that target? What will people think when they hit that target? What will they have to leave behind to hit that target? So go into this. It's a really powerful reframe. If you haven't been as successful as you want, rather than using that as an excuse to stop, give up, say mean things to yourself, assume maybe it was actual like your subconscious goal. And now ask yourself why. Why didn't I want to hit that target? Why didn't I want to be successful? Okay, I'm going to wrap this up. I didn't think about the construction noise. So last three points, focus on what you do best, focus on what lights you up. If you don't have the agency to like release anything that isn't your zone of genius, figure out how you're going to resource yourself because you're going to get exhausted. You're, you know, if you're constantly checking your sales page, if you're constantly checking your sales number, if you're constantly checking the door count, you're going to drive yourself fucking crazy. So know what's going to be really exciting. 
Know what's going to spin you out and create a plan for that. Bake in a break. A lot of people I know, they announce, they do the launch. You know, a a launch event wasn't meant to just be this PR thing where you get a bunch of like pseudo celebrities to stand in front of your business. An event was meant to celebrate the hard work and the effort and the risk that you've taken on in order to do the damn thing. It's meant to be a release and a celebration, but we've turned it into this like marketing asset. So how can you think about starting this thing in a way that is both exciting and rewarding and find a way to take a break? I know a lot of people that will announce the thing and then go away for the weekend or announce the thing and go to dinner with all their best girlfriends or announce the thing and go for a fucking three hour run, like whatever tickles your pickle. But if you're just, you know, watch pot never boils, right? If you're just obsessing over the numbers, like you're investing in the fear, you're essentially focusing on failing. So know how you work best. If you guarantee success, how would you respond in this very moment? And so I think it's really important to just know, like, you're going to need to take breaks. Don't watch it obsessively. Give yourself reasons to walk away and, like, make those reasons really fucking fun and rewarding, right? If this doesn't go gangbusters, if your launch doesn't do everything that you dreamed of it doing, think about it as a step towards the launch, capital T, capital L. If it's not exploding yet, if it's not fucking knocking your socks off yet, what if? This is just part of the in-between, the build up. What if you knew in your bones, in your heart of hearts, this is going to go gangbusters. This just wasn't the time. Like I said, I know so many businesses that do the same thing over and over and over again. They do the same launch. They do the same product every six weeks. They're opening or it's, you know, it's always a closing down sale. There's always a 25% off coupon, whatever it is. And they do that because it works. It doesn't work exactly the same every time. Sometimes it flops, but it's worked enough that they know I'll just do it again. I'll I'll do, I'll tweak it. And that tweak can just simply be four weeks later. (laughs) Like if you're using disappointment to inform you and to tell you some meaningful story about who you are, what you do, good luck, good fucking luck. Because think about every time you've fallen over, what if you never got back up? Even better, think about every time you persevered, you took one more step forward and what happened. Celebrate everything you've done to get here up until right now in this very moment. And now please think about how you want to engage in the beginning the beginning of anything. Thank you so much for listening. I truly love you. If you think this might help somebody, absolutely share it with them. If it helped you, please leave me a review or rating. I think everybody else thinks someone else will do it. You'd be surprised. And as per always, you can email hello at NicoleBZ.com. I would love to cover any topics or questions that you have. Thank you so much. 